Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. Join Tyler and his team as they unlock the secrets to achieving financial independence through wealth-building strategies inspired by Robert Kiyosaki and other thought-provoking leaders. Learn to build leveraged streams of cash flow that land in your pocket and improve your quality of life. Gain access to cutting-edge ideas that will increase your productivity and streamline your success. Find out how to supercharge your retirement plan so you won't have to retire with a pay cut. You can escape the rat race. Are you ready? It's time to Learn to Earn with Tyler Sheff. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Cashflow Guys podcast. My name is Tyler Sheff, and I'm your host. And this week, I want to talk about why I deleted Facebook from my phone and primarily why I'm heading towards removing social media from my life as a whole. Here's here's what's been going on in Tylerville lately in the last year or so. So my wife uh, is not a social media fan. She never has been. She has a Facebook profile. Full disclosure, it's basically because I nagged her to get it um, as we're building a brand and cash flow guys and then there's cash flow gals and all that good stuff. Well, long story short, and before you get excited, ladies, cash flow gals never became a thing. Uh, we just decided not to do that. It wasn't Jill really didn't want to be in the limelight. That's not her thing. That's not what she does. Uh, frankly, it was never my thing either. But here I am. That said, I have discovered I've been doing a lot of research on my marketing. I went to Funnel Hackers Live over in Orlando, and, and I spent a lot of time around a group of, of people of all ages, really. But primarily, it was a lot of millennials and a lot of uh, I can't think of what the generation is after millennials, but what we are. But anyway, I'm, I'm 47 at the time of recording this. That said, I spend all this time around people that are there to learn. They're listening to speakers to covering different topics. They're there to network, talk with one another and this type of thing. And what I discovered is, is that they're not paying attention to anything that's going on around them. People paid minimum. I think ticket price was a thousand dollars to go to, to funnel hackers life thousand dollars, what they paid. And that is amongst the conference world is, is a rather, the high end of conference costs. Uh, usually a lot of conferences I go to are a lot cheaper than that. Not to say that it really matters what the price is. My point is, is that people were making that investment and then simply sitting there not paying attention at all. What I was noticing is everybody was staring at their phone, whether they were listening to a speech, whether someone was talking and they were supposed to be paying attention, whether they uh, were trying to engage or, or somebody was trying to engage with them to some degree whatever was going on, it never took more than 30 seconds for someone to glance at their phone. If I was watching somebody there, I would watch that only about 30 seconds would go by before they'd once again glance at their phone, especially if they're engaged in some sort of conversation. For some people, just having it in their hand and they're pushing and, and, and clicking and doing whatever. And lately in the last couple of years, you know, Jill, is, my wife was getting kind of and I, I want to I want to use the word impatient because she's she wasn't wrong with what she was doing. So I don't want to say that she was incorrect in her assumption, but she was calling me on it on a regular basis. Like, hey, are you ta are you listening to me or are you watching a cat video on Facebook? And she was right. It started to drag away my focus. And here's what you have to understand about Facebook and different social media platforms. Now, for me, I used to I denied that I had a quote unquote Facebook addiction because. For me, that would mean that I wasn't in control, right? That I, I couldn't handle it. I couldn't control it. I was, I would lie to myself 
and tell myself that I was there for business. Okay. I need to be on Facebook in order to run my business. Well, my business needs to be on Facebook, but I, Tyler Chef, don't necessarily need to be on Facebook myself. I can hire someone to make posts on my behalf, this, that, and the other. But what I found is that, or more importantly, what, what Jill found is that I wasn't paying attention to her as much as I should have. Okay. And when she was saying things, she would ask me a question and there would be this uncomfortable pause. Well, that's because I didn't hear a damn thing she said. Well, gentlemen, you can imagine how that went. Ladies, I know you know how that went. It didn't go over well. It was a challenge uh, in our relationship because here I am. I've got my nose buried on the screen because social media, ladies and gentlemen, is not a trend. It's an addiction. It is a flat-out addiction. You're either on it and addicted or not on it, and that's the fact. Now, some of you are going to rear up your backside and say, no, I have a healthy engagement with social media. I call bull, okay, bull. I don't agree with that. I think that if you're on there, you're, first of all, let's 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 stop for one second and say, tell me this: what is on Facebook of value? Okay, what's there? We use Facebook and other types of social media as a way to do the cursory. I'm engaging with my friends. No, actually, you're on Facebook diddling around. Engaging with your friends is like what I did this weekend. I had my friend Jim and I were up at my property. Had a couple beers, had a campfire, walking in the woods, setting up the corn feeders, that type of thing. That's engaging with your friends. Sitting there for an entire evening with no YouTube, no television, no music, just having a good conversation for hours. See, that's that's the core of a good friendship. I told Jim, I said, one of the things I love about him is that he doesn't embrace technology. Okay, He's in his 50s, and he's still, so he's still a young guy. And he doesn't even have a smartphone. He's got a flip phone. You know those ones from, I don't know, the 90s? He's got your typical $8 flip phone. He doesn't see that. For him, you actually talk on a telephone. That is the only purpose for a flip phone for him is to simply have a conversation. So it's amazing. Think of this. Jim is actually able to carry on a great conversation, doesn't get frustrated in conversations because He's used to that being his only means of communication. So he's very good at communicating with other people because he doesn't rely on social media to do it for him. So in my opinion, Jim is one of the most uh, ethical, honest uh, individuals I've ever met. And he's probably one of the most effective communicators that I've ever met. He's been to no communication seminars. He's taken no special classes. Yes, he does have a college degree. But even he will tell you that the college degree didn't really serve him much, much benefit. It basically made the colleges rich, right? I mean, how much can you honestly learn from somebody who calls himself a professor and is making 40 grand a year, teaching you how to supposedly make 100 grand a year? Something's not right with that. I won't get on the topic of college today. We'll talk about that another day. My point is this. I deleted Facebook from my phone, number one, so I could focus on the things that were going on around me. My wife is very important to me. Spending time with her focused on what she has to say. She's a pretty smart young uh, lady, I got to tell you. She knows what's going on. She's got a lot of insight, a lot of logic, that, and she's pretty damn cute. So instead of focusing on my phone, I'm focusing on her when she's around. When she's not around, I'm focused on my self-improvement. And here's the thing in my surroundings. There's no such thing as self-improvement on Facebook, boys and girls. I'm here to tell you. The straw that broke the camel's back for me on Facebook is I... One of my Facebook friends put a, uh, oh, and that's another thing I'll, give, I'll cover in a second is the whole Facebook friends thing. 
I'll just say it right now, actually. There's no such thing as a Facebook friend. That, that's ridiculous. That doesn't even make sense. You're, if you're friends, that means you know each other, you go out and do things together, whatever. This whole phenomenon of the Facebook friend, is, it's a lie. It's a bunch of garbage. It, it really just needs to go away, in my opinion. But that's a whole other story for a different day. My point here is what you see on Facebook, more often than not, and those of you that are on Facebook, which is probably everybody listening to this episode, Facebook is, is turned negative. Has been for the last couple of years. It's gotten worse and worse and worse. Things go viral on Facebook that probably shouldn't even be put out there. People are unhappy. People are miserable because of what they read on Facebook. You know, somebody, the Sunday football game happens if it's football season. I don't even know. Is it football season now? I don't think it is. I don't watch football, so there you go. But the football game doesn't, your team doesn't perform, so you go on there and, and complain about it, and then somebody picks on you and makes fun. Or better yet, your team does great, and somebody gets mad because your team did great. Ladies and gentlemen, this does not make sense. This this just does not make sense. There's no logic in this process, okay, this whole social media thing. If you are thinking that social media is, the, is if you're on there wasting hours of your life for your business, you're telling yourself the same lie I told myself for many years. I've been on Facebook since Facebook came out. Can you believe that? And I've, I can honestly say that I have a Facebook addiction. And that ended when I just deleted it from my phone. Now, Facebook annoys me. So I've, I've changed it from an addiction to a, a problem that I see that I find highly annoying. The fact that it takes away from my productivity. Do I need it in my business? No. But does it help? Yes. Does that mean that I have to be on the social media platforms 24-7? No, it doesn't. Now, this is not a conversation of social media, but for those of you that are out there doing marketing, which if you're a real estate investor, you need to be doing marketing. There are systems you can set up to let it run for you on autopilot. Now, ironically, right before I decided to record this episode, and today is Monday, April 9th, 2018, recently my team just reached out to me on Friday and said, hey, because of this data breach thing with Facebook, a lot of the auto posting services that we use to post content to Facebook are being shut down. The API, which is the technological link between what we have to offer and Facebook, are being temporarily shut down. So here's the thing. If you are relying on one social media platform or social media as a whole to advertise your business, be careful. Because as the data breaches continue to happen, which they will, that's just reality with technology, as data breaches breaches continue to happen, you got to think about, are all my eggs in one basket? I know businesses that run exclusively off of Facebook. Therefore, if something happened with Facebook, which is entirely possible, guys, if something happened with Facebook, whether it got hacked, it got shut down by the government, who knows? If something happened with Facebook and your business depends on Facebook to survive, guess what happens to your business if things go haywire? Well, the answer to that question is your business goes with it. So my point is, don't put all your eggs in one basket. There is no better way to communicate with somebody as far as negotiations and, and getting people on board with your concepts, your theories, your ideas, no better way in the planet than being face-to-face. Like I did this weekend. I spent a weekend face-to-face with my buddy Jim. Had a great weekend. Go back to the grind on, on Monday, do our thing, right? Far too much of my day was invested in staying on top of things on Facebook, okay? Far too much. And when I went back and, and kind of thought about it, 
And that's the nice thing about being at my property is there's no, there's no internet up there. There's no cell phone signal. There's no nothing. I've got me, the trees and whoever I happen to be sharing that time with, if anybody. So I'll bring books and I read books up there. Do a lot of reading. I can't wait till my cabin's being built. My cabin's going to be built here in the next couple of weeks. Having one of those prefab things brought in. But we just had the pond made and I'm thinking, man, I'm going to put a nice gravity chair or a hammock out here and I can lay out here and just read and, 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 uh, improve myself this will be awesome and you guys could do that too it's absolutely possible i know because if i could do it you could do it that said let's go back to focusing on what it has to offer me as an entrepreneur facebook so i go on there if i go on there in the morning it's going to set the tone of my day so if i hear some negative garbage i'm either going to get on board with the negative garbage because i'm human or i'm going to be disgusted that somebody posted it and as i was talking about earlier the straw that broke the camel's back for me why i finally just deleted it is one of my Facebook friends posted something, and I don't remember what it was. And I, don't, I didn't even see it as controversial, but somebody else posted, you know, went on there and left a comment. And then a third person came in, and the two people, not my friend, but the two people started ripping people, each other apart. I mean, they were being obnoxious. You know, you ever see those, those uh, infographics on Facebook, or the, the, the memes, rather, of the kid sitting in his boxer shirts going, Mom, bring me a Hot Pocket. I'm being an Internet badass or something like that. Folks, it's, getting, it's gotten carried away. The media, and the, which include is manipulating social media, as are the users, to put ideas in our heads to make us think, to turn us from positive to negative. That's, that's sad. That's a sad day that we're letting these outside influences, the newspapers, turning us from positive to negative. You see, I'm a positive person. I don't need the negativity and the drama in my life. It's not worth it. None of us do. We're all sick and tired of it. So I'm putting Facebook out of my life. I'm putting all these social media channels out of my life. I don't. I gave up on Snapchat a while ago. The last time I was on Snapchat, I was trying to figure it out. Apparently, it was Snapchatting or whatever. Both my daughters, poor kids, were were like, "Dad, stop the Snapchat because you're embarrassing us." They were. We were following each other, whatever. I don't know. And bottom line is, you got a bunch of snaps of me cursing like a sailor because I'm the snap. I couldn't figure out how to use the damn thing. So I just don't belong on Snapchat. It's for young folks anyway. Not that I'm not young. I'm 47 young, but I'm, I guess I'm too old for Snapchat. Or I don't have time to sit there and share the intimate details of what I'm having for lunch with the whole world. Not like anybody gives a damn, really, at the end of the day. Now, I've been on Facebook since day one. I've never once been able to see any tangible opportunity. I'm going to say this again. I have never once been able to see any tangible opportunity that relates to my business as a real estate investor come off of Facebook. I haven't seen it. I have never gotten a deal, uh, anything that's come exactly off of Facebook. Never once, never, never once. So that said, if that's the case, what the heck am I doing on there? Really what it comes down to is fear of missing out. We talked about FOMO a couple episodes ago. It's my fear of missing out on something. Right, it's my fear of that something may happen. I may not know about it when it happens. Well, tough. I don't need to know when it happens. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. But when it comes to my business, and which is the reason why I was telling myself that I was on there, well, it's good for business. Well, it's maybe good that I that my business ha- and I have a presence there on Facebook. It doesn't mean that Tyler needs to be the one making that happen. There's people I can put in place to do that. You can hire companies to do that. I have a company that does that for me. They handle all my social social media because I am stepping away from it. I My job is to be in front of the microphone 
the camera or the typewriter. Some of you are probably laughing typewriter. You know what I mean? Word processor. Haha, <laughs> still funny. My uh, Google Doc. Providing content, positive educational content that makes a difference. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to help other people get financially free. Okay. Whether that be the investors that invest in my deals. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, I now have a couple of deals worth investing in. How about that? Our deal sourcing has been coming up. So if I've talked to you about private money before, about investing, and you have capital you wanted to invest with me, now would be a good time to get back on my calendar. Let's have a conversation because I may have some opportunities that will work for you. That said, folks, I've never, I, I've seen lots of lies, gimmicks, posing, staging, and all kinds of other ridiculousness all over Facebook. You hear people say it's the highlight reel. It absolutely is the highlight reel, but it goes beyond that. It goes to the next step. It goes too far. You have these people out there, the, I call them the, the glamour, glamour syndicators. These guys run around in the Lambos and the, and the suits that don't fit, that are tight, and they're high waters and the fancy shoes. Meanwhile, I'm in flip-flops, and I'm raising a hell of a lot more money than most people are. But the reality of it is, guys, this Facebook lifestyle that we become is fake in most cases. Fake. Most of what you see on there is fake. It's people trying to get a rise out of you, people trying to be difficult, people that are unhappy with their own lives, bringing all this negativity and drama into ours. And from a business perspective, from a cash flow perspective, if I have been in this business for 18 years now, and I've been on Facebook since day one, I don't even remember when Facebook came out, never once have I gotten a deal, found capital, or done any of that off of my efforts on Facebook has it put the word out there. Yes. But me, my Tyler chef hands on being on Facebook on my cell phone has not brought me any direct tangible benefit whatsoever. What has brought me the direct tangible asset is getting face to face, knee to knee, just like Larry Harbold teaches us with good people and having conversations and asking questions and making sense that ladies and gentlemen, is what has made the difference in my business. Not Facebook, not Snapchat, not Twitter, not any of that. I personally have sent four tweets in my life. And I think I've got, I don't know, 10,000 followers or some ridiculous thing on my, on my Twitter. I don't even know how to check direct, direct messages. Every once in a while, I find it by accident when I'm bored and I'm not paying attention to something that I probably should be paying attention to. Then I will find something, I will find something to look at, Twitter, whatever. So here's what I've started doing. I've decided to help with social media. I'm gonna, and I am so far behind on books. I, a lot of authors have written a lot of good content. They send it to me, and here's my policy: I will interview authors if their topic is relative to the cash flow guys and what we're doing, uh, investing in some way. Right? I read the book. If the book's good, I bring them on the show. I interview them about it. And if the book's terrible, I just tell them that great job, you know, whatever. No, I don't say that. I don't say anything at all if, if it's terrible, and it goes bye bye. I'll donate to a library or whatever and hopefully poison somebody else's mind instead of mine. I'm just kidding. I'm not trying to poison people's mind. But I do have a healthy stack of books uh, that I've got to read so that I can complete some of the interviews of these authors. That I've got one coming up on stock investing. That should be interesting. I've met the author. He's a good guy. I've got one uh, from a friend of mine, Todd Fleming. His book is, I'm going to be reading reading that one. And even though I know him, I'm still going to read the book so that I clearly understand what's in the book 
so that I can provide value. I'm not going to recommend the book if I don't think it's great. So if you never hear of some of these books, well, that's because I didn't like them or I didn't think that they, I didn't agree with what they had to say, which brings me to just because it's in writing, ladies and gentlemen, doesn't mean it's factual or helpful. So not every book on that you read is the ultimate guide to whatever, because it's someone's opinion written out in text. So, you know, try it a little bit, apply logic and rationale. What you see on, on social media is someone, someone's attention, mine or whatever, someone's opinion. If I put a post on social media, now I, I try to make sure everything that I put on social media is a hundred percent factual, but sometimes we get some garbage because it's garbage in garbage out, right? Sometimes I'll share an article to find out that the information, in the article is not accurate. And then I have to try to go back and delete it or, or I don't find out about it until it's too late. I've had one or two podcast episodes that I've tried to go back and delete. I can't get them out there. I don't agree with the information after the fact. I did more research or I did the investment and I found out that things didn't work out that way. Those of you that know me with infinite banking, I am no longer a fan of infinite banking. Why am I not a fan of infinite banking? Well, because I got to give the insurance agent, insurance company is going to keep 40 to 50% of what you invest in the first year and then a similar amount for years to follow. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's ridiculous. The only people making money in infinite banking are the ones selling it. I can tell you that the owners, based on that structure, the person that's putting the money up is paying a healthy fee. What if I sold you my house or sold you a house as a realtor and I charged you a 50% commission? What would you do? You would scream fraud and run to the hills. Yet the infinite banking people call that the cost of doing business. This is an episode about infinite banking, so I'll get back off that topic. Back to social media. I got some interesting stats for you guys about social media I want to bring up. Facebook's own Mark Zuckerberg said that the average Facebook user, he said this in 2017, the average Facebook user spends 40 minutes per day, every day on Facebook. Uh, I'm going to say that again. Mark Zuckerberg himself, the owner, president, whatever you want to call him, CEO of Facebook, said that the average Facebook user spends 40 minutes per day. So let's do a little bit of math. 40 minutes per day, seven days a week, adds up to one year and 10 months of time. Now, my engineer listeners have pulled your car over and you're typing out your calculator right now to make sure I'm correct. But one year and 10 months is what I read. 40 minutes per day adds up to one year and 10 months. So that means... If you're watching it for, I mean, that's, that's just mind blowing to me. So that's like saying, okay, you're going to, let's say you've got a crystal ball and says you're going to die at 70. Well, I'll guess what? You're going to now die at 68 because you spent, you wasted two years of your life almost on Facebook. That is mind blowing to me. I can't believe that. Here's another shocking statistic. 79% of Americans use Facebook daily. That means 79% of Americans are going to lose, are losing, wasting, squandering one year and 10 months of your life. What could you do if you had that one year and 10 months back? How about spending more time with your wife or your husband or your children or your parents or somebody worth spending time with? Invest in them instead. What if you applied that one year, 10 months to, I don't know, building passive income? Everybody's in a hell-fired rush to get financially free. So you're out there trying to flip houses thinking, I'm just going to flip my way to success. That one year and 10 months 
could be used to educate yourself. And that's probably the dumbest thing you can do is flipping houses, trying to get yourself to, to buy and hold. Not going to work. As of the fourth quarter of 2017, over 1.3 billion with a B, 1.3 billion with a B Facebook users. 1.3 billion. That is unbelievable. Also, 80% of time spent on social media happens on a mobile device. 80%. So that, that tells you that 80% of the time people are, remember the 80-20 principle? 80% of the time people are staring at their phones. What does that do to your neck? Does anybody else have that problem? You stare at your phone long enough, it hurts your neck. Well, here's what goes on. And, and this is one change I've made to be positive. So I, as I was telling you, I got behind on reading my books, right? So then I go to audiobooks. Well, then I have a hard time concentrating sometimes on audiobooks. So how do we fix this problem? Well, I want to go back to reading because I comprehend best when I read. Okay. And I comprehend even better when I read out loud. So here's the thing. I, I, I took the social media off my phone altogether. And I have my Kindle app. Yeah, Kindle from Amazon. I read Kindle books. That's what I do. I've got more Kindle books probably than the Library of Congress in my phone. How many have I read? The answer is not enough. So now when I get the itch for that dopamine hit, when I've got to look at my phone, I'm educating myself on something. Self-help, real estate, real estate math, investing, something like that. I'm taking the time to educate myself using the written word. Now, granted, as I said, there are some accuracy issues in the past, but it gives me, it puts me in a position to learn different opinions, use the collection of those opinions to make my own. The difference is, is that I'm sticking with the positive stuff because I will say this, this is my belief only. So believe it if you want or don't, but I believe that people that take the time to put up, to write a book also take the time to do research before they write said book. Okay. I asked my friend Todd Fleming this and he, he corroborated. He spent a, uh, several years researching the book. Now, granted he did, he wrote the book somewhat quickly, right? He did it, I think. He did a great job. He, he wrote the book in a timely manner. But what you don't see is the, the research that he did behind the scenes. See, he took the time to research what he wrote before he put it into print. So although I have not read the book yet, that's going to tell me that his, his book is based on his research, which, in my opinion, leads towards more factual information. That said, I would put a lot more credibility into a, a book than I would some random moron's Facebook post. Because as we know, people will say whatever comes to their mind, whatever comes to their mind. But the author, the written word, they spend a lot more time focused on the quality, accuracy, and completeness of the information that they put forth. So think about that next time you're on Facebook or Snapchat or you're seeing some beach body or you see that pretty girl that, oh my God, she's so gorgeous. And then you don't know what she looks like without all that makeup. Think about the people that are caked on all that makeup, right? And then you try to, you don't, you'll never see a picture of them without makeup. But here's the thing. I just saw this recently. So, uh, somebody I follow on YouTube, Sonny Linarduzzi. And by the way, I would give her a shout out. Sonny uh, Leonard Doozy has gotten really popular on YouTube and she teaches, she's basically a business coach. She teaches you how to market your business online and she's very good. The way she does, does her videos are very informational 
um, and they're well laid out. They're to the point. There's no fluff. There's no drama. She just gets it done, right? And she does a really good job. of One of these days, I'm going to get her on the podcast because I, I have a lot of respect for what she does. But she also happens to be a drop-dead gorgeous young woman. I mean, she is absolutely breathtaking. She's so, she's so pretty. But she did a thing recently where she took off the makeup. Now, I'm not a big fan of makeup. I, I don't, I, I'm, not a, I'm just not. But she had the, the guts, in my opinion, to go makeup-free on, on a video and talk about her real self. And she has the same struggles, folks, that you and I do. And she had the, the gall, or the, I shouldn't say the gall, the, the courage to record a video without makeup showing us what she looks like when she wakes up in the morning, basically, the real Sonny Leonard Doozy. So shout out to her for being authentic and real. I think that's awesome. Now, I'm a dude with no hair, so I look the same in the morning that I do right now because nothing changes. There's obviously no makeup on me. I sound like this all the time. Uh, the only difference is when I wake up in the morning, I, I sleep with a CPAP, so I've got the impression of a CPAP around my mouth, I guess. But besides that, I'm the same guy no matter whether I wake up in the morning, whatever. There's no makeup. There's no show. But I just have a lot of, I think that's cool that somebody that, it, like her that's as gorgeous as she is, and she's still gorgeous without makeup. That's the funny part. She thinks she looks like hell without makeup, and she's still a beautiful woman. She's naturally beautiful. She doesn't need makeup. But I, have, I, I admire her having the courage to come on and already be so popular and to come on to YouTube and, and Facebook and whatnot and put herself out there as authentic and because she is authentic. So on the respect meter, she's pegging it for me. I think that's awesome. I think that's great. And so, guys, go check out uh, Sunny Leaner Doozy. Uh, it's L-E-N-A-R-D-U-Z-Z-I. I think it is Sunny Leaner Doozy on YouTube. Take what she teaches you and use that to promote your real estate business. Bottom line is, folks, the moral story here. What we're talking about today is people need, if you are not focused, if you are all over the map, if you're not clear on your strategy, what you're doing, you're never going to be able to raise any money. People are not going to bring you opportunities. Why? Because that social media has got you all over the place. Everybody is watching. you got to get focused and laser honed in on what is your identity and then take the time to put the systems in place to tell the world understanding that everybody around you is completely distracted by their focus on social media. Take that, remove yourself from that distraction and instead insert a system or a person to do that for you and use the addictive factors of social media to your advantage as a real estate investor. Put the word out there, get on have somebody get on Facebook for you, get on, on any type of social media, Snapchat, whatever, put the message out there because everybody, ladies and gentlemen, is looking down and if you're the one that's looking up, you're going to zoom right past all the people that are looking down. So think about that this week. Look up, focus forward, let everybody else look down. But when they look down, make sure you are what they see. Hope you found value in this episode this week, folks, and have a great week. And we'll catch up with you next time. This concludes today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn. Head over to CashflowGuys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more powerful tips and ideas so you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.